Like yeah. you are in yeah. your own way humanizing yourself yeah. to them that you you know to be involved in their life outside mm -hmm. school, but you're also inviting them into into your life. And I and I think that's a balance, right? Of mm -hmm. hey, how do we do that well? But allow them to see that other those other sides right. of you, right? Like that you can yeah humanize yourself. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. We're a trio of educators who have plenty of questions about teaching and learning and school culture, and we believe in the value of collaboration and reflection as we seek to keep growing as teachers. So this podcast is our place for thinking out loud together about issues in education and why they might matter to Christian educators. Welcome to the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hallway Conversations. My name is Matt Beamers. I'm Dave Mulder. I'm Abby DeGroat. In a book titled... Vision of Vocation, Common Grace for the Common Good, author Stephen Garber says, quote, We know in our deepest places how hard it is to keep our eyes on the complexity of the broken world around us, to keep feeling the pains of a world that is not the way it's supposed to be, and knowing the difficulties, choosing to engage it rather than being numbed by it. Friends, it's hard for me to believe now, but I did not know my partners and friends, Dave and Abby, 18 months ago. Slowly and over time, I began to build relationship with them in the hallway outside our offices. We found ourselves having conversations that were at times lighthearted and jovial, and other times they were more serious, as we helped each other to keep our eyes open to the complexity of the broken world, and we encouraged each other to re-engage, sometimes on a daily basis, to make things more like God intended. It's through those rich conversations that the idea for this podcast was birthed, and this has become a place for us, to quote Rich Mao, where we play around with a few ideas. Our deep hope here is to create safe space that will hopefully bring some joy to your life, but also encourage you to re-engage in a world and a profession where things are not always as they should be. And while teaching and education and these conversations can be and should be a serious business, we also try not to take ourselves too seriously. So whether on the podcast or in the hallway, we not only like to poke fun and laugh with and at each other, but we also like to carry each other's burdens, as we think this is a part of what it means to live in Christian community. Finally, if you're new to Hallway Conversations, the general format is that one of us brings a question and we circle around it and explore our own thinking. We also appreciate getting questions from you, our listeners. So if you have time in the future, we would love for you to send us an email or even a recording of your question to hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. That's hallwayconvospod at gmail.com. Dave, I believe you have the question today. I do. So we have a question from a listener today, and this is from one of our students, Lindsay. Um, and her question was this. What are your favorite questions that you ask or tools you use to get to know students? What are your favorite questions you ask or tools you use to get to know students? What do you think? Thanks for the question, Lindsay. One of the things that I try to incorporate into most classes is a check-in question. Yeah, yeah. And I sort of do two things with, with check-in questions because I usually have, I try to establish learning targets for um, each class. Mm -hmm. And so there's days where I try to align the check-in question with the learning target, sure. like get them thinking about it. Yeah. And there's other times where the purpose of the check-in question for me is just playful talk, uh, building right. relationship, just mm -hmm. kind of having fun. So so some days like the check-in question um, might be like one we had a few weeks ago was um, what's the first um, childhood, what's the first television show you remember watching as a child, right? Mm -hmm. And just hearing the fun of them reminiscing 
Um, you know, in the spur of the moment, I was like, hey, I'll give you bonus points, even though there's no such thing as bonus points in my class, if you can hum or sing the theme song. Yeah, and yeah. it's surprising how many times, like, courageous people can be around things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So just playful questions. Um, what's a, when you were in high school, what's a, a, a song that you loved singing to yourself or a poster hanging on your wall or sure. your favorite restaurant? Just anything anything like that a movie that you what's a movie you've watched over and over and over and you know all the lines to and you'd be surprised how many people um talk about the princess the princess bride the princess bride <laughs> but that's you film have, you've so, seen it so that gives me deep yeah. hope that gives me deep hope for the future of young people that's, that's so many right. people yes. watch that it's the best. watch <laughs> that movie i don't know if it's the best that's another podcast oh, but oh. No but it's good. it's good. It's good. It's <laughs> good. If you can see Abby staring at me right now. It's the best. Okay. Abby. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Playful, playful and serious yeah. check-in. But, but you have a combination, yeah. right, of, of yeah. depending on the, the need, depending yeah. on the mood of the lesson yeah. that you're teaching, yeah. and, and to try to match, yeah, the, the tone of the check-in kind of a question. That's what I'm hearing you yeah. say. And I yeah. think I think sometimes people think that those are, are they the best use of our time? Yeah. But I think that you capitalize on that so much oh, yeah. throughout the rest of the lesson. So even though you're taking yeah. time away from content, you're gaining it back with the momentum yeah. that you get from oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes me think, yeah, I strongly agree with that. I mean, it makes me think, right, like this, these four or five minutes that you spend mm -hmm. sort of either like the playful nature and the serious questions mm -hmm. as well. Um, you're you're building trust in the yeah. room because yeah. because often I often have them do it with an elbow partner right. or they sit at tables yeah. and then I voluntarily ask them to shout out their answers and maybe a, maybe I write it on the board but mm -hmm. I just walk around and listen and, and it makes me laugh and um, it's just kind of this for me anyway the life giving way to start right. a class mm -hmm. just to hear like I said the laughter laughter and, and the playfulness and I do think. There is a payoff, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I think by establishing that trust, it allows you to do other things okay, totally. in yeah. the class, use yeah. other protocols. Yeah. Um, and so, and you yeah. couldn't have otherwise done. No, I, th I think yeah. it's a different way of in investing, mm -hmm. investing in students and culture, right? And, and so, you know, like there's this line where we talk about like culture eats practice for breakfast. Yeah, right. And I think you're establishing, you're establishing a positive um, culture mm -hmm. that allows those other practices um, where you can leverage yeah. the effectiveness of those right. other practices. Right. So, yeah, I, I do think sometimes, yeah, I think we can think that they're not that important. And, mm -hmm. I, and I sometimes wonder if we actually undervalue the importance even of a playful check-in question. Totally. So, yeah, thanks, yeah. thanks totally. for that. How about you, Dave? What do you, anything come to mind? Yeah, so immediately one that I thought of when I was reading this question from Lindsay is something I used to do with middle schoolers. I've actually continued doing it with, with, with some college students. So I, I used to, and I stole this from Dennis Vanderplatz, who was mm -hmm. one of my professors in the university. And Dennis is brilliant, right? Um, and the idea is have students write a bio poem. And as soon as you say to students, I'm going to have you write a poem, some students will groan right away. Mm -hmm. But um, the structure of this is such that it really is just structured to help them tell me things about themselves. Right. And so each line of the poem, I've got like a specific prompt. So the first line is just your first name. And the second line is four adjectives that describe you. And the next line is three important relationships. So son mm -hmm. of, or daughter of, or sister mm -hmm. of, or friend of, or whoever, right? And to name those relationships. Um, three things you love. Who loves, and then three mm -hmm. things. 
who fears three things, who wishes three things, mm -hmm. who would like to see three things, and then uh, resident of, and then their last name, right? And then you give kids time to actually write those. And like here again, like you got to take time yeah. for that. And it feels yeah. like, is that the best way to, in that first week mm -hmm. of school or the first week of semester, whatever, is that the best use of that time? But I think having them sit for 10 or 15 minutes right then and just mm -hmm. do some of that thoughtful yeah. work, um, and then to share at their level of comfort, like right. I, I'll tell them, I will. I want to read these because I want to get to know you. Um, if yeah. if you are comfortable sharing with your table partners, please let, let's get to know each other a little bit that way mm -hmm. too. And yeah, I would agree with what you said, Abby. It's never wasted time yeah. to, mm -hmm. to do that. But yeah, it's it's surprising to me the things that students will reveal about themselves. And I always model it. I think this is the golden rule for teaching. If you're going to ask students yeah. to yeah. do it, you have to do it too, right? Yeah. Do unto others as yeah. you do. And so I'll always give them an example bio poem myself when I'm going to do this. And I feel like that helps them just to get to know me, right? That level mm -hmm. of self-disclosure. Yeah. I think it matters. Uh -huh. Yeah, I think, Dave, you said something there too that, that I want to pick up on. And this idea, you just said, hey, if you're up for sharing it with someone, do you? Right, right. But, but giving students the option, yep. um, like to opt in or opt out, like it made me think too, like I, I don't always do, do this, not because I, often because I forget it, but this idea of passing is normative. Right. right. Like passing yeah. is normative. And it, and it made me think then one of the ways you get to know your students is simply by paying attention, actually. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, like here's a student that's usually engaged and and is taking a pass today, which is totally great. And you and doesn't even mean you need to follow up. You want to honor the space yeah. they're in, but I think you just you notice that, right? right? And and I think it can be all and it can be little things like even hey, trying to trying to find little ways to make a connection, whether it's around a haircut, whether it's around mm -hmm. a hey, did anybody see this movie or you know mm -hmm. any just find ways to make yeah. these personal personal right. connections and and then the, my, the other thing I was thinking about that maybe isn't necessarily a question that doesn't happen in the classroom and, and I and I don't want to make it sound like hey you should do this because teachers have I want to protect teachers time too yeah. but but if you are able to and have the capacity to to go to a game mm -hmm. to go yeah. to a concert yeah. um to to see you know see what they're doing mm -hmm. you know outside outside of school um, I'm just amazed. When, when I became a university professor, I naively and wrongly thought that didn't matter to students. Oh, it, it, it matters. It matters. Oh, like, it yes. really matters. And, and not only does it matter to them, like, it brings so much joy to my life. Yeah. Like, to see a student in my classroom, like, playing the violin as part of the mm -hmm. orchestra, or, you know, in a choir or, you know, shooting free throws or running the ball at a yep. football game or even like publishing articles in the in the school newspaper right. and reading them. Mm -hmm. um, now, like, like there's part of me like I have nothing to do with anything they learned there, but I'm just so proud. Like I'm so yeah. proud of them. Like I know Don't these you think people. that's them wanting to be known as a whole person? Yeah. Yeah, sure. totally. Right? Like this but, is all of who I am. Yeah. Yeah, I, totally. And that's why I I just naively I didn't know that. I was mm -hmm. I was new in higher education. Um and, and I think the the joy and the satisfaction maybe goes 
both ways, right. but to but to see right. them the, the next day and to to say, man, that was a great concert, and it and they are great concerts, yeah. right? And but for them to to be known that way, yeah. like right. the, the existential dread of being known, as yeah. people yeah. joke about, right? But there's yeah. something about that, right? Yeah. Like, hey, I saw you, great, yeah. great job on, yeah. on this play in the volleyball yeah. game, or you know that yeah. I was, yeah. saw you performing at the concert, yeah. like you guys sounded great, and to be yeah. able to just name that for your yeah. students. And I appreciate what you said there, Matt, to, to not put that as a burden on, on totally. teachers. Totally. Yeah. It's not a have to, right? But at, at your level of capacity, if you if you can, it matters. For sure. Yeah, no, it, it does matter. How about you, For Abby? Sure. Yeah, I have a couple of kind of formal ones that I do with one of my classes. I have them make little videos using a tool called Flipgrid. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone has ever utilized that, mm, but just at the beginning of the year, that one is kind of a big at the beginning of the year. So this year I used the prompt. I had them each make a little video, and then they have to watch each other's because they're all like in our little virtual Flipgrid yeah, yeah, yeah. classroom, right? Mm -hmm. um, just like if you had to put three things in a backpack and take them out to explain yourself, right? Like oh, yeah. what's in your backpack? Yeah. So That's we did that activity. one. Yeah. And so then they had to watch each other's and like on their first quiz, I asked them, what are three things you learned, right? Sure. About somebody you worked with this week, somebody you didn't work with this week and mm -hmm. try to be like really formal and intentional about weaving that in yeah. sometimes. Abby, can I just interject yeah. for one second, just for listeners who might not be familiar with Flipgrid, can yeah. you give a 30 second, sure. what, like what so is So it's just an online platform. And you have the ability to create like a class code, okay. right? Yeah. So it's like, it's an educational tool. Yeah, yeah. It's made for teachers and students yep. and it's a video recording tool. It's all okay. in the cloud. And okay. so students can use their device to record short videos according cool. to your prompt. So it's kind of like Canvas where I can use an assignment almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it actually integrates with Canvas. Yeah. Okay. Which is our teacher, assign, what which do you is our, like our course management system. Course management yeah. system. Okay. I think it integrates with Google Classrooms okay. um, and other platforms forms like mm -hmm. that and you can assign make a video about blank and you can have like a prompt okay. and then they have to and there's filters yeah. and there's stickers and uh, you can reply to each other and even as a teacher you can set a time limit for yep. students so that's the nice part too because I've, I've had that problem problem that sounds so mean but sometimes you'll have students who will just talk for five minutes and yep. say no I really literally want 30 seconds so yep. I can set it yeah. you know, and I've done time. it with assignments too where I'll say okay I want you to practice your presentation skills so I want you to yeah. summarize this section yeah. of the reading yeah. in a minute Right, on this right. video so they have to practice like Perfect. you know so it's i use it for a bunch tool. of things sorry anyways, sorry to interrupt yes, no, but i good. just think it'd be helpful for you're something. good yeah. it is um so then they have to watch each other's and comment so it kind of a classroom community kind mm -hmm. of a thing um i do a lot of like walk and talk back to back face to face type yeah. things yeah. and I'm intentional about make sure you introduce, make sure you don't know, know, you know, tell each other your names if you don't know each other, especially with underclassmen who haven't had a lot of classes yeah, together. Right. By the time yeah. they're seniors, they pretty much know each other, right? Sure. Because their education majors have a lot of courses together. But especially mm -hmm. with those younger students, mm -hmm. I feel like that's important. Um, and then I do a lot of informal, like I try to be there 10 minutes before class starts yeah. Yeah. if I can. Yeah. My, yeah. So, Why do you think that's important? Now, just because so much valuable stuff happens in those little, yeah. and not with everyone. Some people walk in at the last minute, right? right? So I have to be careful not to let it become like the only thing that I do because yeah, some right. students can't be there. But my my seniors right now, we just had a big um, recipe sharing. Oh, like yeah. impromptu party the <laughs> other day before, before one of my classes. So we're 
And their big thing now is that we're all going to make a big potluck of beef stew at some point this nice. semester, <laughs> right? Because I shared this recipe with them. I'm like, you guys got to try this. I'm emailing all these people. So awesome. Um, so we're like, like really going to have a potluck yeah. at some oh, point. Oh, I can't wait. Right? So <laughs> this awesome. is my noon class, right? Yeah. So just those Perfect. little things that organically happen. I'm going to um, pick up on that, because I, I found that, too, that, that 10 minutes right before class starts. And yeah. I know, like, when I taught middle school, okay, so then I'm going to be standing in the hallway, and as students are yeah. coming in the door, I'm going to connect with each student, try to greet them right. by name. And that seems like small stuff, but I find it, it matters so yes. much just yeah. for building relationship and seeing students and being able to call them by name and wow. all of that. It, it matters. Mm -hmm. So thanks for mm -hmm. describing that, too. Yeah, like, the different formational pra practices, you know, like, on, on Fridays try to give a closing blessing before they go in, into their mm -hmm. weekend. Just little formational practices, yeah. formational protocols that sort of, yeah, like they they work on the class, yeah. they, wor mm -hmm. they work on, on the culture. Like I think yeah. anything like that, like little things like, hey, like making sure when you're done sharing out at your table, fist bump, look each other in the eyes, right. say thank you, use yeah. each other's names. Yeah. Even as a, even as a um, working with older students, trying to say, at some point, everybody hears their name spoken out loud mm -hmm. once a class. Mm -hmm. I think just little things like that, that make a big yeah. difference. And I think even in your teaching practices, right, I was thinking of a time, I think I told you about this last week or two weeks ago on a Friday, I tried just this boggle protocol with one yeah. of my classes where it was a recall activity. So from, from your reading, um, you know, see if you can name five things about this theorist, right? And then they had a, they were in groups and if they got something that no one else got, they got a point. You nice. know, help in yep. Bogla, if you yep. get a word that no one yeah, else no. gets, you get a yeah. point. And so they got really competitive, right? And yeah. just like that fun, competitive nature that yeah. I saw come out. And at one point, I, we were all cry laughing yeah. over People an event that. that happened, right? Right. In that competitive nature and students, yeah. and I saw a different side of students that I hadn't yeah. before. And we didn't get as far as I thought we would in the content, yeah. but, but I also okay. think it paid off. Yeah in other ways yeah, so just different right. instructional activities that bring out different sides of your students and, and those are small things but yeah. i think like they accumulate all together like eventually that that's adds up it really it matters and, and for students to know that they are known mm -hmm. right? yeah. Yeah. But, I, but abby i also just as an encouragement like you had just said it brings out different sides of your students but you're also allowing different sides of yourself yeah. right. to be known like you are modeling that for yeah. them right that they that they see you cry laughing or that you're exchanging recipes. Like yeah. you are in yeah. your own way, humanizing yourself yeah. to them that you, you know, to be involved in their life outside mm -hmm. of school, but you're also inviting them into you, into your life. And I, and I think that's a balance, right? Of, mm -hmm. Hey, how do we do that? Well, but allow them to see that other, those other sides right. of you, right? Like that you can yeah, humanize yourself. In appropriate and age-appropriate ways, so I, I appreciate that, mm -hmm. that that it goes both ways. Like I'm not asking you to do anything. I, I'm right. not asking of myself, right? right. So I think that's right. good. Good. Friends, we know that your time is valuable, and we want to thank you for joining us in the hallway today. Thank you for the good, God-delighting work that you're doing in your classrooms, and we hope that the Lord gives you what you stand in need of in the coming week. Finally, we'd like to send you into your day and week with this blessing. So to our listeners who we're so thankful for, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace and give you peace and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we hope you have a good week. Mm -hmm.
This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.